It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Three weeks from today, the 2023 NFL season kicks off, so we're going to offer our picks for NFL MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, and Offensive Rookie of the Year today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Lockdown NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Joe, happy non-pre-order Madden release Eve to you comes out for everybody tomorrow. Tomorrow. what's the deal here yeah if you if you pre-ordered the deluxe edition for an extra forty dollars you could you could have got it three days ago but for everybody else comes out what tomorrow. are we getting at is this a Joe's not buying Madden moment is this a Kyle is you know, what's the I, I, what's the deal I my timeline has been littered with examples of the same crap glitches that always exist yeah but at least we made sure patrick mahomes can stick his tongue out when he throws in case you pause the game and go into replays and zoom in on his face i'm glad we got a new feature yeah i'm glad that exists as well i will probably bite at some point but it's been like three years not right away it's been three years since i got it well, I mean, I know that you want to see Josh Allen every time you turn it on. That would be instead of enough, right? Yeah. How how ticked off or how ticked off is Patrick Queen? Like the title screen, I believe, is him running over yeah. Patrick Queen on the goal. <laughs> Which is funny because Patrick Queen pushes pushes back. He's like, that don't happen. And then like there were actual clips of Josh Allen clowning Patrick Queen that were there are posted. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No. And you know, Josh gets that ostrich run going, man. You never know what's going to happen. He does kind of run like so, an ostrich, doesn't he? He runs like an ostrich, man, when he has the ball. It's running like an ostrich out there, man. Insane. Um, I also didn't realize you, there was a lamp right there next to you, too. This is your last day in this uh, recording yeah. studio because you La- give you guys a peek behind the, the producer's curtain, right? If I look down in the like who's in the studio on like the producing 
page on StreamYard, I could see your everything that your camera picks up. Mm-hmm. But when you join, I've been in before you each day this week. So your what's actually put on what people are watching on YouTube is a much more narrow scope. So I've never bothered mm-hmm. to look down at it. And now, like just today, there's just like a touch of it. So then I look down, I'm like, oh, he's got a whole like a whole lamp yeah. right there. Yeah. Doesn't work. True. It does. Yeah. But if I turned it on, the backlighting would be weird to put a glare on the screen. It's already weird because I'm Can recording remotely, you know. Can you show me? Just real quick. Can you reach it? Can we turn on the lamp? Is this we're doing this? Yeah. Yes, you can reach it. Yes, I want you to turn it on. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't too bad. I don't know. Dude, no, that's this that's is... more like that's more like your All LED right. lighting in your office. All right. I'm glad we can did we this. Talk about these awards. Can we talk yeah. about the awards? Yeah, sure. All Let's right. <laughs> we're we're giving you our picks for NFL MVP, offensive player of the year, offensive rookie of the year today. Tomorrow we'll do the rest of them. Um and so Kyle and I both have a top three ballot that we're going to unveil for you. I don't know Kyle's picks. He doesn't know mine. And um should be fun here to see where we settle. Okay. I have in the special projects Google sheet that we have uh, our draft dudes content tab that also has like the bets that we took for each other for this year, for all 32 teams. I'm going to put our ballots on here Mm, so we can keep track. So NFL MVP. Yep. We'll start there. Uh, Do you want to do first or third? Reveal your first or third? third, third, third. Okay. Who do you have as your third place finisher in your personal ballot preseason predicted ballot for NFL MVP? Number three, I have the current betting favorite and the reigning NFL Hmm. MVP, Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes could very easily be number one. There's no question about it. I always think when you're the favorite, it makes it a little bit more difficult. And I think everyone expects for Patrick Mahomes to push for 5,000 yards passing and 40 passing touchdowns and a good number of rushing touchdowns as well, right? That's the expectation. And so I think that makes it hard for Patrick Mahomes because everybody expects so much for him. The Chiefs are going to go in at least 12 games this year, Um, but he's always going to be in that conversation. And if nobody else really elevates, then he's going to win it, right? I think that's kind of the the norms of the NFL in this world today. Right. Did you see Andy Reid's coach of the year odds? They're, are they not good? They are the worst in the NFL. <laughs> Fanduel has no NFL head coach has worse yeah. odds to win coach of the year than Andy Reid. Right. Because you have to go 17 and 0. Yeah. He, right. Well, yeah. Right. It, for Reid to do it, he's got to go 17 and 0. It's a regular season award. So that's what would need to happen. All right. I have uh, Trevor Lawrence in mm. third place. Listen, you if Trevor Lawrence for you, if Trevor Lawrence is going to fulfill what both of us predicted with our bold predictions for Jacksonville. If he's Mm going to do that and he's going to put up 4,500 yards and 35 touchdowns and Jacksonville's probably going to win a whole lot of football games and probably be a 10, 11, potentially 12 win football team in an AFC South that has a number of other uh, rebuilding or retooling play or teams within it. So I, I think the team success of Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence elevating and sustaining his play in the back half of last year across a full season, which we think is going to rewrite the passing records mm. in Jacksonville, I think is a, a recipe. Look, he's plus 1600. Yeah, it's good value. I mean, and, and if I were going to, if I were going to say like, Hey, I'm going to tra- take a shot and throw a dart on a guy that, that is longer odds. 
Trevor would be my guy because the other two guys that I have picked are within the consensus top three guys to win the award this year. So uh, Trevor Lawrence, third place for me, plus 1,600, really good odds for a player I think you and I both expect is going to have an outstanding season. Yeah, I like it. I like it, Kyle. Um, You mentioned this is your guy outside of the top three odds to make your ballot. Here's my guy outside of the top three odds to make my ballot, and his name is Justin Herbert, quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers. There are some things that I really like about Herbert this year. Number one is the new offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, coming in, which I think will unlock more of Justin Herbert's ability to push the ball down the field. I like the offensive line a lot, right? I mean, a lot of good young players. They're healthy. I think that's going to really allow Justin Herbert to to produce. Um, I mean, he's got weapons, right? They added Quentin Johnson to this mix to go with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Josh Palmer and Gerald Everett and Austin Eckler, right? They've got players. Um, And I think that they're going to be in a situation where might be some questions on the defense, right? Might put Justin Herbert into more high leverage situations to have to produce and and make things happen. Uh, we know that Brandon Staley is certainly going to trust him to make plays in critical situations. I think it all comes together for Justin Herbert to be number two in the voting odds. I have Patrick Mahomes at two. Mm. So we've kind of already exhausted when you are kind of the the front horse and the leader in the clubhouse and the reigning NFL MVP. It's really hard to to do that twice in a row, right? And Pat's going to mm-hmm. do what Pat does, but I, I just think the that battling the um the priors and and the high expectations for Patrick. So I put him at 2 now as far as Justin um I I like it. I, I agree with everything you said. I think the the thing that has to change for that to happen for Justin, I think, is some of the late game stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He's been put in a lot of positions late in games to have to win games, and he's done it. But there have also been more than a handful of times where his fault or not, there's been a turnover late in a game. So I think for him to be in the top three in the MVP, like, you have to completely buck that trend this year. And hopefully you're in a position where you don't have to do that eight times and you're successful four times and then not successful four other times. And people will point to the four times you didn't do and say, well, he didn't get it done. Right. But I I think that's the narrative. When I think about Justin, Justin's not my top choice. So I think that's the thing that would have to change for Justin. Fair enough. Number one for me, Here's my uh, my big homer moment of this podcast. I'm picking Josh Allen to win the NFL MVP. Obviously, he's been right in that conversation for the last three years. Um, but the reason I think this year can be different, that he can not be you know second or third in the voting and be number one, is I think the Bills are going to play a lot closer games this year. Where, I mean, over the last three seasons, the Bills have had a very large quantity of games where they just won by multiple scores. And I think that the schedule this year is just more challenging. There's better quarterbacks. There's better teams on the schedule. I think that's going to put the Bills in situations where Josh Allen's going to have to produce later in the football games. And um, you can't just kind of coast through the fourth quarter and get into your your eight-minute offense and just get out of the game. And I think that's going to lead to more production, uh, potentially the best production of Josh Allen's career. In addition to being year two with Ken Dorsey, 
think they've put the most versatile group of weapons around Josh yet. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, I think he's going to have a nice season for him as a rookie tight end to go with, you know, improved depth of the receivers with guys like Trent Sherfield and Deontay Hardy, and even, you know, what Khalil Shakir can do in year two. So I'm just high on this being an important year for Josh's legacy. I think Diggs is really motivated. I think he's going to have a huge year. And I think Josh is going to go out there and just put out big numbers all season long and um, be be finally his time to to claim this. I do not have Josh Allen as my, my selection. I have Joe Burrow as my number one selection. They have equal odds at plus 700 in FanDuel mm-hmm. Sportsbook right now. Um, for Joe, I'll say this. Their home opener is against Baltimore. We just found out Marlon Humphrey. It's going to miss a little bit of time with a surgical procedure. You play the NFC West. So you've got Arizona, Los Angeles in there. You have one of your tough divisional um, matchups. Marlon Humphrey, we we have found out, will not possibly may not be ready for or available for. You also play the AFC South. So you get the Titans. You get the Colts, you get the Texans, you get some tough ones in here too. You got to go at San Francisco, right? The AFC North is as loaded defensively as any team in football, with the exception of maybe the division that Josh has to play, which is the AFC East, when you consider the Jets twice, the Patriots twice. And I know they've had success against the Patriots, and then the Dolphins, obviously, with Vic Fangio, you're expecting a better performance. Uh, they also get Cincinnati also gets Minnesota. We've talked a lot about their corner situation this year. So I just looked at the schedule for Cincinnati. The fact that they get a break, a potential break on one of their divisional games. And I think it, it pieces together well enough for me to forecast really big numbers for Joe Burrow. So it's interesting is you don't have my pick in your top three and I don't have your pick right in my Top three. All right. So that that's real interesting. Kyle leaning into the schedule. I don't know. Joe Burrow, man, he's got to be available at the beginning of the season at some point, right? Kind of yeah, set him yeah. behind. This will be we'll the see. time. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? It's normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of thinning with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning such as stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism through whole body health. So take that first step to getting visibly thicker and healthier hair. And for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com men and enter promo code Lockdown NFL. You can find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N U T R A F O L.com slash men, and enter promo code Lockdown NFL. That's Nutrafol.com slash men, promo code Lockdown NFL. TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this Locked On podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts will make sure that they count for you. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? Well, that's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That is a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? That quite literally 
would be a move or maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made TurboTax experts make all your moves count getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed so switch to TurboTax today make your moves they'll make them count see guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees experts only available with TurboTax live I have as we get ready to shift to NFL offensive player of the year I have to disclose something to you wow okay my odds on betting favorite is not uh, the odds on betting favorite is not in my top three in this position What's the name of that player? Because I don't have any idea who it is. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase. Oh, not on mine either. Wow, your NFL MVP doesn't have his receiver in in this in this as the favorite. I could tell I hurt your feelings. No, but you I, didn't. I, I just I'm, I'm just pushing into it. Just pushing into it. Okay, leaning into it. Okay, that's yeah. fun. That's fun. Uh, so offensive player of the year, I do have a player that I have gone out on the limb for. With my bold predictions, I'm going to double down. Do I have Garrett Wilson third place on my ballot? Plus 2,500. My bold prediction was 1,500 passing yards for him. And as you continue to look at the Jets' offensive line, you look at the other receivers that they have, with all due respect to Alan Lazard and Mecole Hartman, I think you're going to need a high-volume guy. I think Garrett Wilson's going to be it. I think he's going to put up monster numbers. He's in New York. The expectations with the team. I think there's going to be enough of a storyline for here for him to get on the podium. All right. I don't have uh, Garrett Wilson. I didn't mind. figure you would. I tried to do some spicy stuff with the third place. Yeah. Um, so here's the deal with offensive player of the year. It's um, what I like about this year. It, this award is it's become like this best not, offensive not player that wasn't a quarterback. Right. So the NFL MVP is a quarterback award. And now this is, um, for wide receivers and running backs, because four of the last five years and five of the last six, we've received a wide receiver slash running back in this, you know, ultimately winning it. And number three for me, I have Cooper Cup, uh, Los Angeles Rams wide receiver. The guy the guy won it two years ago, and he was on pace to have every bit of as good of a season as he did last year through nine games. But then he you know, obviously got hurt. Um, I think the Rams are going to be behind a ton. Their defense is is just personnel wise chasing bottom of the league Joe Burrow when they play yeah so that'll be that'll be good for for them (laughs) Joe Burrow will have probably at least six touchdowns and 800 passing yards and so a lot of a lot of production coming for Cooper Cup you know what I mean so I think his numbers are going to be huge he proved to us last year that he doesn't need um like great receivers around him he doesn't need Odell Beckham to uh, to produce right that number two was a Ben Skoronek and Allen Robinson and Van Jefferson was hurt all the time. I think Cooper Cup has big numbers again this year and gets in the top three. That's a, a little bit longer odds than Garrett Wilson. So we both went spicy with the third place. Good, good. Uh, Cooper Cup plus- head to head. Who has more receiving yards? Let me think about it. Okay. okay. Let me think about it. Cooper Cup plus 3,000, Garrett Wilson plus 2,500 on the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, for NFL Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, Second place for me, Justin Jefferson, wide receiver, Minnesota Vikings, one of these guys that is on the hunt for um, 2,000 yards. We might get one. 
I don't know where Minnesota and I don't think their running game is going to be particularly effective this year unless they get somebody in the house that's not currently under contract. Um, is Jordan Addison a good thing because he's an upgrade? And does that keep Justin Jefferson more free? Do teams is is Jordan Addison a bad thing because he ends up getting the volume because teams continue to, to commit to Justin Jefferson? I know he's going to put up great numbers. I don't know if he's going to get two thousand. And I know he won the award last year. So second place for me. I, I got Justin Jefferson at number two as well. I mean, oh, let's go. He's going to have huge. What's that? Yeah, he's going to have huge numbers. I mean, he's he's sensational. Um, I think it's hard to win it two years in a row. So I, I didn't pick him to go number one. Which means in first place. I'm afraid we're going to have the same player. Is your player play in the NFC. Yeah. Does he play in the NFC West? Yeah. Does he play running back? Yeah. He does he play for San Francisco 49ers? Yeah. Yeah, we have the same player. It's Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> uh you picked look, him to go a thousand and a thousand, didn't you? In the right. I picked him to go a thousand thousand. So two thousand and you picked two thousand yards from scrimmage was your bold prediction for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, so, I think we're expecting a lot here. Dude, if you if you're doing that, you're winning this damn award, right? Like that's <laughs> just the right. way it is. Right. Okay. Well, that's a little anticlimactic, but it's fun. What's his we, fan do odds? Is, is it fourteen hundred uh, if I'm not mistaken? Fourteen hundred plus fourteen hundred. It's pretty good value put a few uh, bucks on that you know it's tied for second with justin jefferson jamar chase is first at plus 1100 and then you have nick chubb plus 1800 tyreek hill plus 2000 and then you get into this like slew of quarterbacks i feel like they're stealing from us yeah. lamar jackson oh, absolutely. patrick yeah. mahomes justin fields these are on the top 10 yeah mm. i christian man like just it's the perfect situation for him it's perfect. It's just a question of if he stays healthy all year. Correct. 100% the question. But if he but, does, the numbers will be there. I mean, you also consider the quarterback situation and Brock Purdy coming back from the elbow injury and a young quarterback, no matter what, unless it's Sam Darnold, yeah. but you know, like yeah. you're going to lean into that. And I understand you've got st- the, the question I asked myself is, does the presence of stud receiver in Brandon Ayuk and one of the most versatile weapons in the NFL in, in Debo Samuel take away enough volume where I think this doesn't get done? And the answer is no. Yeah, I don't think so. I still think they want to run the football. McCaffrey's going to like, he's probably going to get 220, 20 touches a game is probably the floor if he's healthy all year, which is yeah. 340 touches. We both left off Jamar Chase, who's the favorite. Okay. What I didn't pick him. I, I, I'd be interested in hearing why you didn't pick him to be in your ballot. Too many other receivers. Yeah. I mean, and, and Cincinnati, I think they're going to benefit from you also have Tyler Boyd, right? Yeah. That's what, that's what I meant. He's got too many other oh, receivers. Yeah, yeah, we have Co- yeah. I have Cup and Jefferson. Who, I mean, really, who else is catching the football for those teams? Rams and Vikings. Right. I mean, you got a rookie in Jordan Addison. And then that was the thought process for me with Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson head and shoulders. Like, I get you've got chemistry with with Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, but them and Mecole, like Mecole Hardman, 
Come on now. Don't forget about Corey Davis, man. Corey Davis is there. Jets Jets fans were ready to pack Corey Davis's bags for him in February. I don't want to hear about, about Corey right. Davis. Right, right. So Okay. Yeah, there you go. Offensive rookie of the year coming up next. Is that the plan? You got it. You got All right, it. stick with us. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I think that's probably my favorite segue. Um, yeah, just, we're doing this next. Be right st- back. St- Yeah, but st- stick with us. Stick with us. Yeah. And then thank you for if, you're, if you're listening and you don't see the transitional slides, then you can still appreciate, oh, okay, like he's he's getting a drink of water, he's catching his breath, he's coming right back. And, you know, it's kind mm-hmm. of an all-encompassing, like uh I can't think of any other segue that that does that where it fills in the blank for both the audio and video listeners. Wow. Okay, offensive rookie of the year. Kyle, did you know that um, in the last 10 years? In the last 10 years, let me ask you this. How many quarterbacks do you think won this award? Boy. Was Baker Mayfield one of them? I know he set the rookie passing records. Baker Mayfield was not one of the three. Great job. The number in my head yeah. was going to be two. Yeah, and yeah, it's three. So three. I thought Who this was they? a quarterback award. It's not Who a quarterback award. Who are they? Uh, Kyle, uh, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, and Dak Prescott. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So as I sat here and I, I was okay. Spoiler alert! I didn't like love picking the quarterbacks to win it. I've got one on my ballot, but I don't. I, I was like, I don't know. I just don't know if if I really believe one of these three quarterbacks is going to win it over the guys that I have picked. Kyler Murray won? Yeah, dude. Offensive rookie of the year over Josh Jacobs, A.J. Brown, Miles Sanders had 1,300 yards from scrimmage. Yes, he won it. Okay. Wouldn't have been for me, but that's okay. Anywho, yeah. I also have one quarterback on my ballot. And I won't tell you where he's at. Okay. I Shall can tell we? you have I can tell you I have Jameer Gibbs in third place. Why don't you start there? Sure. Jameer Gibbs plus eight fifty odds. Um the bold predictions that we did uh, for that series about two weeks ago, I had Gibbs going for eight hundred, eight hundred. So I think he's going to have a really strong representation in a total yards or yards from scrimmage perspective. I don't know that he's going to be your featured ball carrier, but what they just had Jamison Williams go down at practice again yesterday. Uh, he's already was already dealing with a, a suspension to start the season. You've got Amon Ross St. Brown, Sam Laporta, Josh Reynolds. 
Marvin like, Jones, Kyle. Marvin, right. These are the guys. Like, and you you spend a top 15 pick on this guy. He's gonna get the rock a ton. And it might just be as a pass catcher, but uh I, I look at the opportunity in Detroit's offense. Ben Johnson as creative as he is. I think it's going to be really well represented in yards from scrimmage. And as a result, I have Jameer Gibbs at plus 850 in third place on my ballot. Number three for me is the quarterback. This is the one quarterback that I picked to be on the ballot, and I wrestled with this hard, okay? Um, what's challenging about all three of the top four quarterbacks, right? They were all picked in the top four picks first round, is that there's just something about that situation that bothers me. So if I – Look at the guys I didn't pick. One of the guys I didn't pick is C.J. Stroud. and I just feel like there's so much that has to come together with Houston. Young offensive coordinator, like the offensive line, but a lot of young weapons. Just a lot to come together. Can I interject real quick? Because Miami's obviously having joint practices with Houston. Uh, There's a lot of buzz that Dalton Schultz is going to lead the team in targets this year. Yeah, so there you go. That's why I'm not picking C.J. Stroud. Uh, I'm also not going to pick Bryce Young, which tells you that I am going to pick Anthony Richardson. With Bryce Young, I just get nervous that – he doesn't necessarily have he doesn't have the running game that I think he's going to need to lean on. I get concerned about that. Um Miles Sanders, Chuba Hubbard, those aren't those are complementary backs to me. They're not like lead backs and I like the the group of weapons, but is there a true like this guy's going to get 150 targets because they deserve 150 targets, right? Like there's reasonably good players, but not a not a dude where he can really just lean on that guy. And Bryce Young, an outlier himself, right? I think he's got a big adjustment ahead of him. I don't, I don't feel good about him. So I am picking Anthony Richardson to be the quarterback on my list. And this is really tied to my belief that Jonathan Taylor is going to be there and be healthy and help them because I think that's critical for Anthony Richardson. Um, but I, I feel like it's a lot of trust in Shane Steichen. It's a lot of belief in the physical upside that Anthony Richardson has to produce numbers as a runner and a thrower. I think there's enough in the skill players to allow him to play good. I, I think the schedule's really, really helpful in this conversation. We know he's the week one starter. So I know I said a lot there, but I, I that's the quarterback that I think is going to have the best rookie season. All right. I got bad news and I got good news for you. Which one do you want? I, the bad news. The bad news is I need you to take a deep breath because you got to keep talking because for all the reasons that you just outlined, Anthony Richardson is number two on my ballot. So that takes that puts you back oh, wow. in in the driver's seat to tell us who's number two. <laughs> I agree with you wholeheartedly in the, on the entire quarterback discussion. I I think he did a really nice job outlining the concerns for each player, specifically with Bryce Young. We saw the processing in the the opener against the Jets. Right, it's really good pre snap processing, but when when you get up to the line of scrimmage. And you're processing main coverage and say the, the concept tells you to dictate, pick your best matchup. Who's your best matchup? That guy. No, for Bryce young, just, just finishing the thought on Bryce young about like, yeah, you have a lot of really good competent weapons but not the player that you're going to get up to the line of scrimmage and have a man-beating concept and say i'm just going to take this guy against man because it's yeah i know it's man coverage right right so it puts all that much extra stress on bryce to be really 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 proficient as a young quarterback in the nfl each and every play to work through your pre and your post snap 
And as a player who I, I think is a little bit of an outlier, who is, I think, going to face his own unique transition to the NFL, I think that can be a big enough barricade where I think Anthony Richardson, even if Jonathan Taylor's gone, you know what that means? More quarterback run game with Anthony Richardson. <laughs> Probably, right? Yeah. Right? They'll find yeah, a running back, if, right? If, I Jonathan, mean... if Jonathan Taylor's gone, all of your red zone, your red zone goal line carries are going to who? Probably Richardson. Evan Hull, obviously. Probably Richardson. We'll get the extra workload. So all of that combined, I have Richardson in too. Caught you a little time to catch your breath. Number two for me is a player you had at number three, Jameer Gibbs. Oh, uh, running fun. back Detroit Lions. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. They they obviously made a sizable investment here to to have him. I mean, I believe them when they say they would have drafted him at number six or whatever. Uh, whatever pick that they originally had. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a belief in Ben Johnson um, <clears throat> to get the most out of him. Uh, good offensive line, you know, maybe some questions about how prolific the passing game can be with some of their weapons. I think they're going to lean on Gibbs. He's going to produce and, you know, it might, might be like Kamara production. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like not necessarily a ton of rushing volume, but the total volume is really big. Uh, I think he's gonna have a good year. Which brings us we to got the first same place, Kyle. We got, There's we got only one correct answer here. It's B. John Robinson. No doubt. I know nobody cares about our fantasy teams, but it is a personal goal of mine. I've not done any drafts yet, any redraft, to have B. John Robinson on every single roster that I he, He's a first-round pick, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. I, I predict he's going to lead the league in rushing with our bold predictions it's for all of the concerns you outlined with like all the quarterbacks in their situations, there's big questions. Like what's the question in Atlanta for Bijan Robinson's situation. Right. And that's a good thing. It means they're going to run the ball more. So like Ritter even helps the Bijan Robinson discussion. Do you think so? Like, do you get a little bit worried about teams loading up the box and like daring Desmond Ritter to make throws and that they do have, Tyler Algier, I know you don't care about him, but I think the Falcons do. And Cordero Patterson, like, is there enough there to have a level of concern? No. It's pretty minor, but I'm saying if you were going to drum up some some questions about this coming together, I think that's what I would point to. No. I have no questions. (laughs) Well, that was fun. That was uh, NFL MVP Offensive Rookie of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year. Joe, tomorrow we are doing... Defensive player of the year, defensive rookie of the year, and coach of the year, I believe, is our slate. Is that correct? Can you confirm or deny? Yes. Yes. Very good. So we confirm. want you guys to hit, hit subscribe. You can find us on YouTube, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Come on back, see us again tomorrow as we get kind of an early jump on these season award predictions. But we wanted to make sure that we we got out there and got ourselves on the record. And we'll be interested to hear at the uh the other predictions from the other outlets that uh, uh, come down the way here in the coming weeks, but we wanted to get out in front of it and we hope we've accomplished that. And we hope you guys enjoyed it. We want your predictions. We want yours. Put them in the chat. Put them in the comments. Put them in the comments on YouTube. That's absolutely right. Good call, Joe, because you can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast, make it a great rest of your day. We're out of here. We'll talk to y'all again tomorrow. Hey, prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.